This is a horror game podcast. It is meant for mature audiences. It may contain shocking revelations, violence, and sexual themes. Viewer discretion is advised. fellow investigators and welcome to our video podcast into the darkness where my friends and i play the call of cthulhu role-playing game i'm your host tom Rayleigh. the scenario is mansion of madness it was written by fred brewer and it's from a collection called mansions of madness it's available from drive through rpg keith craig is the keeper of arcane lore and this is episode one so without any further delay let's begin our journey into the darkness keith Thank you, Tom. October 1st, 1925, Arkham, Massachusetts. Mordecai the Hammer O'Leary of the O'Banion Mafia of Arkham has been requested by Peter Clover to get a group together to search for a uh, missing accountant in Boston. He's uh, He knew exactly who to contact. Five of his best... Uh, minions and we'll begin by introducing some of these and we'll start with uh mike higgins thanks uh i'm uh mike third story higgins they call me that uh third story because i'm not just a second story man i can go to the third story and get in anywhere any window any door uh pretty reliable i think uh you know i'm not much of a I mean, I'm not afraid of a brawl, but I'm not so much a fighter as a, you know, a guy who gets around things. I can get around a lot of things. Excellent. And uh, Fern Kelly. Well, hello. I'm Fern, but you probably know me. I'm in all the clubs around town singing. I love to sing. My My mom and I shared that. I use the singing though. It's my real passion, but I use it to to feel out. I'm a lookout for the mob. I look out for all the guys. I do a little bit of lip reading and I can charm my way in and out of wherever needs to be charmed. Um, so kind of a out there with the people taking care of everybody. Excellent. We'll move on to Arlo McShea. I'm Arlo Che. Uh, uh, I'm an enforcer. I take care of any problems that come up. Uh, as long as you obey the rules, I you don't have a problem with me. Other than that, I kind of stay in the background, do what I'm told. Excellent. And Sean? Name's Sean O'Connor. Boston boy, born and raised. They call me, uh, call me a reaper. You never see me coming. And I take in the harvest. Other places, uh, they might call me an assassin. I don't do none of that hash shit, though. But I do, how to, I do know how to make people disappear. So don't cross me. Excellent. And finally, Patrick. 
Patrick's kind of a sly tongue devil. Um, he's always had the gift of gab ever since he was a kid. Um, he might play the role of arbiter in the gang. Probably runs a couple of the pubs that Fern hangs out in. Um, he's given more to talking, discussing, pretty logical. Doesn't get as shit-faced as everybody else in the gang because, well, he can't talk too well when he's drunk. So, uh, yeah, he's pretty much um, kind of a face character and um, tries to keep everybody together because his real passion is uh, drinking and spinning a good yarn. And he's, well, it's kind of a shame when it ends up having to be a brawl. So, Excellent. All right. So you find yourself um, coming into uh, Hammer O'Leary's office. Uh, as you, as you, you've been here before. You've uh, also uh, sat out in the lobby and heard people screaming in this office before as he breaks their hands by using his hammer and just smashing their fingers individually. He's uh, he's sitting, leans back in his chair, and he's like going, "My friends." I uh, hope uh, hope I picked the right the right crew for this job. He's like, you guys don't mind uh, leaving Arkham for a few days to head on down to Boston, do you? Do it if I have to. Good, good. Bright lights, I, big city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I'm not, I'm not, not big on on Boston. Too many people. But you know, what are you gonna do? Well, we ain't here to talk about the culture. Uh, about a few months ago, July, uh, one of our bookkeepers, Andrew Keatling, his uh, his mother passed away. You know, and you know, I love my mother, and if she passed away, I'd want to be able to go take care of her funerals and uh, you know, take care of care of things. So of course, I I told Andrew he needed to to go take care of that. Andrew being a uh, a go-getter, he suggested that while he was there in Boston, he could talk to some of the the gangs and maybe set up an arrangement so we could get some more uh, liquor coming in in from the port. Seemed things were going quite well, you know. He he was down there, but I haven't heard from him in uh, a couple weeks, and I'm wondering, you know, did he? Uh, run into some trouble did he uh maybe uh knock on the wrong door piss off uh, some other gang member you know and i just kind of wanting you to go go down there and check it out see see what happened maybe his letters are just getting lost in the mail or he's having a hard time uh living in his mom's old house poor bastards in the morning we'll go pay him a visit yeah you know of course uh if uh, he's uh, decided to join one of the other gangs, that's why, Sean, we uh, brought you on. If one of the other gangs decided to take him out. Arlo, that's where you're, you come in. Hey, now, let's not jump to conclusions, but we'll go talk to him first. Uh, and that's why I brought you in, Pat. You always kind of calm me down and stuff. You know, it's been a while since I've had to smash someone's hand, but... Kind of so, picks up his hammer. So who's in charge over there in Boston? Uh, you got a couple gangs down there. You got the the Salvatore gang, obviously the uh, the Italians. And then you got uh, the Crater gang. 
you know, uh, an odd one, you know, uh, English. Blimey's. Mm-hmm. Did our uh, missing man have any, any uh, one who'd want to take him out? A jilted lover, maybe. He did. I didn't. I didn't know about it, but I'm uh, not one to dig, dig into people's personal lives. You didn't get any blackmail on him. I'm shocked. Yeah, he's been. You know, he uh, he's Pete. Uh, Pete Pete Clover is a. You know he's the number two guy in in the in the, your gang. He's uh he's his right hand man. So, ah. try and keep my nose clean on that one there. So let me see if I got all this straight. You want us to go to Boston, and you want us to see if we can find this fella, who is supposed to be visiting his mom, who is dead mom, and he's uh, dead. <laughs> and was supposed to be setting up some sort of a deal. Yep. You haven't heard from him, so we need to find out what happened. Yep. Right. When was uh Emma, when was the last correspondence? Uh I got a letter about on the fourteenth uh, of September. So about halfway since he left, mm -hmm. he was in touch. And do you know anything about who he was trying to recruit? He said that he'd run into a little trouble uh, with the the crater, crater gang, something like they were in disarray. Oh, disarray could either be good for you or bad for you, I guess, depending. Yeah. So he was trying to poach maybe from them. Is that what he's he just trying? To? He's just trying to get a deal so maybe we could uh, get a. Uh, Get a little bit more liquor in here. You know, the Sycamore Club up on the north side of Arkham, we were going through the whiskey a lot quicker than we anticipated. Well, Pat uh, probably has something to say on that. He's uh, He'd do our talking for us, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, g give me a report every couple of days on what, what's going on there. That way I can uh, I can let, let my boss know. You got it, boss. Mm -hmm. And he, he goes here. Here's the address of his of his, his mother. It's uh, sixteen nine zero 29th Street. Is there any place uh, we ought to stay? Do you have any? Is there any accommodations that are, uh, let's say, not blabby? Would a bunch of outsiders come in and start poking around? Yeah, stay, stay, stay at Andrews. If he's there, it's, it's supposed to be a big house. If he's not, well, there'll be even another empty room. Yeah. Just to clarify, Fair his enough, name is Andrew Keating. Keatling. 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 And he gives you a picture of him. He's a, uh, you know, he's probably about in his uh, mid 30s, uh, dark hair. Skinny, he looks like he's fit, but not, you know, muscular, muscular guy, more of a, uh, but definitely not a big eater. <laughs> and he's important to the other guy, so. Yeah, he's important to Peter. And uh, as far as you know, Hammer, he ain't talked to Clover at all? Uh, no, Clover asked me to to get you together so if, it, if he has then I don't know what game Peter's playing but I can't imagine he'd well, want me to send five of my best 
Yeah, you got it, Hammond. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll do our best not to start a war, but I appreciate that. But ho- hopefully, it's like you said, uh, maybe uh, a Goyle friend or something is uh, doing some something. Maybe he's just maybe he's just asleep. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, I, I know how the dames can can distract you, but <laughs> all right, all right. Go find old Andy. Best of luck. All right. So how do you plan to travel to Boston? Do uh, one of you have a car? Are you going to take the train? I think it's fair to assume that between the five of us, there's a car. Okay. Yeah. We can park it in Harvard Yard. There's no parking in Harvard Yard. I don't know why everybody says that. With them fancy (laughs) boys, huh? That's Cambridge anyway. Uh, Yeah, I think, I mean, we ought to have at least one car available in case we need to get someplace quick, but some of us can take the train too. It's yeah, probably Boston faster. A, Boston ain't a huge town. You can walk it in a couple of hours. Uh, I'll take the train. All right. I don't know which line it would be. I'll, I'll take the train as well. But I'm sitting in another car. <laughs> I, I would like a ride in someone's car. I don't want to go on the train, please. I'm guessing Dempsey drives something kind of nice. I saw it. It's very nice. Nice All town right. car. We'll take my car. With the big run of bullets on the side. Hmm. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. Yep. And uh, as you expected, now with only three people riding in the car, you do have a little bit more room for uh, some luggage and, and all. And of course, on the train, you can check your bags without any issue. All right, Arlo, you can you can start cranking it over. I'm on the train. Oh, well, <laughs> well I can't let Fern crank it. it over yourself. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I got it. I got it, Pat. Don't worry about it. You know, I think I'm we used have, to having to do that a time or two. I think we probably have automatic starters at this point. <laughs> maybe not. I think these were more like <laughs> well, maybe maybe not. I mean, if it's a nice ride, then he could probably push some button. Sucks when you have to crank it yourself. All right. Okay. All right. Unless you wanted to do something on the train or in the car, it's a uneventful. It's about a two-hour train ride, maybe about two and a half, three hours uh, drive because, you know, it's not a straight shot. But you make it down to Boston, beautiful, uh, beautiful city. Oh. <laughs> Relatively. Love that dirty water. That's right. And uh, you pick them up from the train station there, uh, Patrick? I do. Are you you good? Okay. All right. You guys uh, get back together and uh, where would you like to go? Well, what time of day is it at this point? It's probably, you know, five, six o'clock in the evening. Oh, that late. Yeah. Well, are we going to force ourselves to stay with uh, Andrew or do you want to just get a nice hotel? I mean, I think before we decide about a room, we just need to drive by the place at least and check it out. I was into that. Yeah. This time of year, it's going to be just about dusk. They should be sitting down to dinner. If we don't see any lights on, that's one point of information, right? And hell, if we do see any lights on, if there's a dark side, I'll just pop in a window and 
get the lay of the land. That's uh, that's wicked smart. I'm assuming this guy's in Southie. Sure. Yeah, it's kind of near the uh, the waterfront is where where it's at. Okay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's cool. All right, let's uh, let's go over there and just knock and see if he's home. Maybe this will be a short trip. Yeah. All right. All right. Maybe he's got the flu and uh, lost a phone number. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Sean, with having Sean in the car, he's from Boston, as he said, so he's able to kind of direct you there. You don't have to. Yeah, map. He kind of knows where where it's at, and you. Uh, as you, as you kind of come down the street, you know, you saw a lot of uh, houses are kind of uh, tall and skinny, you know, maybe about three stories, but they're kind of packed in kind of close together. As you uh, go along, you know, you count down and you see the address and uh, all the lights are out. Mm. No car or anything like that in the parking lot? Nope. Why don't Mark we pause Higgins, and take a look? Of, yeah. Your, your skills might be useful here. Yeah, if the door is even locked. Uh, we could stop by knocking. Yeah. Yeah, I got nothing against knocking. In a dark house at this hour. Put my flat cap back on and uh, saunter on over to the door. If there's some kind of ruckus, do we want to keep somebody in the car? Should yeah. we need to make a, a quick uh, removal? Maybe Higgins, you and Dempsey go. Yeah, I'm going to stay in the yeah. car. Yeah. yeah. We can leave it running just in case there's something afoot. Dempsey well, then I'll, be... I'll come around and I'll get in the front seat and take that position if we have to get out quick. Yeah, make it friendly. And if we don't get an answer, then I'll scoot in. All right. Knock, knock, knock. Um, there is no answer. All right. Do we no. want to do a once around before I go in the back door? How are the neighbors looking? Uh, the one to the uh, right, the lights are on. And if you kind of look, you can see that there, it looks like it's a family. They, yep. They're sitting down for, for dinner. It's a post box. Is the door locked? The door is locked. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, is the post the, box. See how is, much is in the post box. Is the mail? Is it a mail slot in the door, or is there a box next to the door, or is it on the street where McShay's yelling at the window like some kind of? <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's completely normal. <laughs> it is one of the mail slots in the door. Yeah, and it's dark inside, so. I'm not going to bother trying to flashlight in there to see how much mail there is. We're going to be in in a minute. Uh, uh, Pat, if you want to, if you go around uh, clockwise, I'll go around counterclockwise. If the if it's freestanding, yeah, yeah, probably close together, but yeah. Uh, and then there's going to be a you know servant entrance or whatever a kitchen door. We'll try that one, and if it's locked, I'll open it. Yeah, I'll go around that way, kind of peeking in each window that I can that I can see, and and then uh, seeing if any of them just happen not to be locked and can be lifted up too. Uh, give me a luck roll on that. All right. 
Yeah, you you do find one that uh, one of the windows is unlocked, and you can kind of like put your hands against it and kind of push it up. Boy, howdy! <laughs> so does that mean you did not meet me in the back, Pat? No, I wouldn't have just climbed in. I'm yeah. when I bump just... into him on the back of the house, I'm going to tell him, "Hey, I found a window that's open." Yeah. Which is a little funny this time of year, too. I mean, you'd think they'd shut the place down for the autumn season. Although uh, mom died in July. Maybe he just didn't notice. Uh, all right, kitchen door also locked? It is. Yeah. All right, left, right. Nobody's looking. I'm just going to pull out my set and give that a little. Okay. Give me, into... give me a roll. It's a regular uh, success on Locksmith. Okay. Oh, and uh, do keep track of your successes because you do will get an investigator development. So, yep. Um, click door unlocks. Hey, uh, in the window. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how long it's been since anybody's been here. So maybe we don't turn the lights on right away, but just pull out a torch and have a look-see. It we'll smells all right, yeah? Uh, coming in the kitchen, you know, uh, you get a smell of, not of like rotting food, but you know, like uh, the bread's got a little bit of a musty, moldy. Nobody's, yeah. nobody's actively using the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, let's just make sure there's nobody lying in a room, and then we'll uh, bring in the, the rest of the folks to have a look around. Okay. Oh, check the yeah. bedrooms. Yeah. All and right. Just, just a quick like run through, because when we bring the other three in, we'll just turn the lights on, tell them we know Andrew, whatever, once we know there's not an active crime scene, right? Okay. All right, so... Uh... Pat, you're going upstairs to check uh, the bedrooms? Yeah. Okay. Uh, when you go up there, there are three, three bedrooms. One of them, you kind of look in. It was obviously the uh, the mother's room. You know, it's it, you know, it's got a lot of feminine products. You got a, no, not to, what I mean. but you go check the other, other one is uh, the bed is unmade in this one. And then the uh, last bedroom, it looks like it was also uh, a woman's uh, bedroom also. There's nobody laying in the bed? No. Okay. Mm -hmm. Does it look just like someone left and didn't make the bed? Or does it look like things are like tossed around? The first one. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, Mike, mm -hmm. nobody up here. And the grand floor circuit, dining room, living room. Yep. When you go through, the one thing you notice in the living room, the uh, couches, they have like those uh, sheets over in, like the dust covers. Uh -huh. And all you do see, there are two rooms. One of them looks like a library. It looks like there's uh, some paintings that have dust covers over them. And then there's one room that uh, the furniture is not covered with uh, dust covers. It's got a desk and, you know. And so, of course, it's a restroom. Yeah. So maybe Andy was 
sleeping upstairs, doing a little work in the office, but mostly was getting the place ready to go like you'd expect, except he'd be done in August, maybe September. And he last was heard from in September. Uh, all right, uh, Pat, I'm going to go down cellar. And if there's nothing down there, uh, we should bring in the, the fellas. And, Sounds and good to me. We haven't looked through a, like a pile of mail yet or anything, have we? There is a oh. pile of mail out, uh, you know, as you would expect, just right by the front door. So while Mike's checking down cellar, I'm going to just look through some of the letters and stuff. Okay. Uh, most of them, they look like they're uh, addressed to uh, Abigail Keatling. But, you know, it'd be what you'd expect that a older woman would get. You know, you got your bills and maybe some letters from friends. So Abigail, what, that was his mom, right? That'd be, uh, you could suppose that, yeah. Probably some notices from funeral homes. Uh, Look, I'm getting a little tired sitting here in the car. They're having all the fun inside. You guys want to go in? <laughs> well, I don't hear any shots or anything. Can, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you see uh, Pat, you know, uh, it's like he opens the front door. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. Nice house. Right. Are you guys uh, going to take your bags? Should we leave the bags? I don't I don't know if I want to stay here or not. Well, let's take a look inside first. All right. So anybody dead inside? Nope, not that we could see. Mike's checking down cellar, so unless they're down there, no. Let's see what How are things snacks. downstairs? Uh, downstairs in the cellar, you know, you've got a lot of uh, jarred, Jarred can't jarred goods, you know, your preserves, everything you uh you do see there is a uh bottle of uh couple bottles of wine. But you know. Looks is like it, a cellar. Is it uh is it does the wine have label on it or is it so bootlegged that they don't even put a paste a sticker on? No, it it is labeled. Yeah. yeah. Looks like it's a. It looks like a vintage from pre-prohibition. Huh. Abstemious. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, I assume that. Well, I'm gonna check the furnace out because, mm -hmm. you know, it's. Uh, it, it, I assume it's cold. Yeah. Ch chilly yeah. in here. That it's mm -hmm. not. Been, yeah. yeah. I'm just gonna check the pilot light. Look for. It's probably. I don't know if it's coal or oil. Figure that out. And. Uh, and get that going, because whether we stay here or not, we're going to want to, whether we sleep here or not, we might as well be comfortable when we look around. Okay. Give me a mechanical repair, and as long as you don't fumble it. Uh, and I've got a 40, so, oh, well, 92. I kind of wrecked it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like I said, as long as you didn't fumble it, you're you're able to get kind of a furnace going. It looks like it's been maintained. Yeah, so it's yeah, all right. Mm -hmm. all right. So you can all hear a little swoomph from downstairs and uh it'll smell a little dusty when the heat comes up through the registers. Come on, fun, it ain't so bad. Uh free house, stay in. See if there's any snacks in the kitchen. No, nah, that's all trash. I mean, she could have spaghetti. We could. Uh, that doesn't go bad, does it? 
No, I suppose dry goods would be fine. I mean, it was yeah. a long fucking drive. Yeah. <laughs> no bodies, Dancilla. Uh, she pickled a lot of string beans. A uh, hmm. couple of bottles of wine if we get desperate. Uh, it looks like he just cleared out. What's the earliest date on the mail, Pat? Uh, let me look something so I don't give you a bad date. Bad dates. Hold on, bad I gotta read dates. through that. I gotta read through this pile here. So as you kind of dig through there, uh, looks like uh, about 16 September. 16th of September. That's the earliest one in the pile. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, I give you even odds that uh, Andy just got hit by a streetcar. You know. Oh, we're gonna have to check the hospitals. We're gonna have to do all that uh, morgue obituary thing because if oh, you know, he's not like he had uh, Hammer's number in his pocket calling emergencies. So all he had to do was maybe have a little tipple stumble in in front of a streetcar. So what yes. what happened? Uh, mom died. Grandma died. Mom died. And then um, yeah. he Sorry. came here, uh, but he didn't stay. He stayed for a couple of months, but he never picked the order. Well, he she died in July. Oh, she died in July. Okay. So he's here all August, and he's you know he's covering the furniture. He's getting things in order. And then he September. just doesn't come back after the middle middle of September. What's uh, today's date? October first. October first. So maybe he just left. Maybe, like you say, he just got hit by a bus or something on the way out. And yeah. except, where's his car? I mean, did he have a car? Did he take the train? We didn't find out that. Damn it! Uh, I mean, Let's we look, can. I know. We'll look in the trash and see if we find an old ticket that he threw away or something. It's probably if not the, here. He would have if he didn't change out. the garbage between July and September, it would still so have been worse. Maybe I will there start, should be some grocery receipts or something. And we've got a pretty good day in the middle of September. That's the last time we called up to Hammer. I'm going to check the trash. Just to yes. see if there's anything, even if there's any trash, you might have thrown the trash out before. I am assuming there's an ice box and not an electric refrigerator. Yeah. So we're just going to want to open the rear door and shovel anything in there into the garbage <laughs> anyway. So you can get that ready while you look around. Yeah. Uh, while you're worrying about that, I guess I'm going to see if he wrote any letters or anything left anything in the office that's of interest yeah is there a phone in the house uh there is not okay so there's probably a pay phone somewhere down the corner yeah maybe at the maybe she'd have to even go to a like a drug counter or something to find a pay phone maybe how residential is the neighborhood how close is the nearest like shopping street? Uh, probably like on the two corners down. You know, maybe it's a, probably a bodega, little, little yeah, little grocery. Are store. there um, are there any associates of Andy's that we know of in this area that we could talk to that might have been doing business with him? 
Nope. You know what? Not, not that you know. Oh, you know, but we might go to that bodega, and if 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 this is a small neighborhood, then most likely uh, Abigail was it Abigail? Abigail mm-hmm. probably shopped there, so they'd know her. And then after she died, if he was doing any shopping, he'd probably shop there, and he probably would introduce himself as. We can ask them when was the last time they saw him. Just tell him we're we're relatives and we haven't seen him and we don't know where the hell he's gone. I think uh, maybe Patrick and Fern ought to take that duty so yeah. uh, they don't get any of the wrong ideas. Uh, guys coming around, big guys asking asking nosy questions. Tell me, tell me where they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, right. don't want to leave that to any of you uh, scary bastards. Yeah. Um, I'm going to just kind of like rifle through like any of the, you know, cabinets or side, you know, dressers or anything. Okay. Um, uh, what rooms? So you got the living room, the kitchen, the office, and like the library. Um, ideally like the room that he would have been staying. Okay. So I, all right. So I think be- oh, Mike our- was saying he was going to look at like, the library or the office? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking at like the personal area. Oh, like, you're, you're looking upstairs in the, uh, <clears throat> like yeah, his bed, like, the bedroom where he's sleeping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just right. seeing if there's any like incriminating stuff or black if, mail. If all of his clothes are there, then you can assume that he got hit by a bus. Right. 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 Or right. sudden, suddenly take it out. That's, that's, that's also <laughs> wicked smart. All right, and so Fern and Patrick are going down to the uh, bodega. Uh, Mike, you're going into the office. Sean, you're going upstairs. And Arlo, what were you? You were going to go I'm, through the. Trash. I'm checking through the trash first, and then I'll, uh, I'll probably go see okay. if there's anything worth eating in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> we can get you some snacks while we're asking some questions yeah. at the bodega. Yes, yeah. See if they got any. <laughs> Some sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going through the trash. Yeah. Maybe there's a receipt from the the store, but, you know, it's one of those old, it doesn't even have the date on it. It's more of like, you okay. know, hey, apples. And... Okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't find anything significant. As no, much as no. Yeah, exactly. All right. Fern and Pat. So you guys come down as you uh, walk down down the street. You know, you you do see a couple uh, people out out for a walk. Maybe they're walking their dog. You know, hold holding hands. You know, what you'd expect in a uh, neighborhood, a family's neighborhood after you know dinner time. You make it down to the uh, uh, bodega. There they they are open. All right. You know, on our way back, we should maybe talk to the neighbors too. But yeah, let's talk to these guys. Okay. I'm going to, let's go in and like grab some snacks. And then uh, as they're checking out, we can then like ask all the questions. Yeah. So who's, um, who's ringing us up? Uh, you see a, um, a woman, she's probably about upper fifties, maybe young, young sixties. Uh, she smiles and when you come up, she's like, Oh, uh, I haven't seen, uh, haven't seen you two before. Just, uh, passing through visiting someone. Just visiting a friend of ours. How you doing, Lassie? 
Oh, I, oh, oh! You're a charmer. I, I, I'm, I'm doing well. Thank, thank you. Uh, who, who are you visiting? We're actually uh, visiting a friend of ours just down the road there. Um, we must have missed him. Uh, doesn't look like he's been there for a while. Uh, we're from up the North Shore, um, but this is the closest place that he probably would have gone for groceries. Uh, do I do I have that picture? Um, sure. You probably would have taken it with you because you knew you were coming down here to kind of ask about him. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're looking for this guy here. Does he come in? Oh, uh, Mr. Keatling, the young and Andrew. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen him for a couple weeks, but but yeah, he 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 came back around after after his mother mother died. You know, so so sad. Abigail, she was one of my most loyal customers. Lord have oh. mercy on her. I mean, I remember when he was a little boy just run, running around. He was a little hellion. But, yeah. but, I'm sure he was. Mm -hmm. So we haven't seen him in a couple of weeks, huh? Was no, I, 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 yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he, uh, sometimes he had this, uh, pretty girl on his arm. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He, but yeah, you know, yeah, he, he seemed happy. He seemed anxious to be uh, getting back home. I can't remember where where he's from. He says uh, up north, some some city starts with an A. Okay, Arcadia right. or something like that. I can't I can't remember. Yeah, that makes sense. I think I know the one. Okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, the, you guys are friends, so. <laughs> what did the girl look like? We didn't know we had a girlfriend. Oh, she was a a beautiful, beautiful, you know, blonde. I mean, just. Like a, a body like Venus. Boy's moving up in the world. Hmm. Well, yeah, you know. Uh, Is she I Italian? Mean, no, not Italian. She's English. Uh, Scandinavian. Well, I, I, I guess. I mean, you know, I <laughs> she had a she had a she didn't have a Boston accent, but it sounded like something from out west. But so she wasn't a local gal. No, uh, at least she didn't grow up here. That's for sure. Okay, all right. All right. She she pronounced it water. I mean, it is water. Yeah, it's water. water. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you see her? Was she with them all the time, or just like once or twice? A uh, couple, a couple times. You know, it wasn't always, but you know, like I mean, she was striking. You 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 went. Did they look in love? Well, I mean, you know, I'm not one to judge, but you know, she's kind of one of those, uh, you know, flappers. Oh, yeah. Loose women. Oh God, right. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, okay. uh, appreciate your time. No problem. He goes, I, I. Well, if you do see him, tell, tell him I said said hello. Oh. He doesn't owe you any money or anything, does he? No, he don't owe me. Uh, he doesn't owe me any money. He's like, okay. uh, and uh, with what you're getting there, that that'll be uh, six cents. All right. Boy, these city prices. Dang. <laughs> Do you have a phone we could use? I don't know if we're gonna make phone calls now, but. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah, we we have a uh, we have the neighborhood phone. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Hey, Pat, do you want to, should we call the hospitals now? You want to call the hospitals later? Um, do you, do you remember if they had a phone at, uh, at Abigail's house or not? They don't No, they This don't. is the closest one. Okay. 
Let's talk to his neighbors first, and then we could always okay. come back here and make a couple calls. All right. Would oh, you hear that, friend? What kind of gal can't say water? Water? I know. Can you? <laughs> oh, she's not from around here. What was he doing dating her? <laughs> Strange All choices. Right. Well, uh, thank yeah. you, ma'am. It was so good meeting you. Bye. You too. It's lovely. You guys are a beautiful couple. I know. <laughs> I hope he proposes soon. <laughs> All right. Okay, and we'll cut over to Sean. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm really like just trying to scope out if there's any, you know, diaries, anything like incriminating, anything that. There is there is a diary, and you do notice a in the closet. He still has yeah. all his suits are all hung up. You know, he still got his shoes and everything. Excerpts from the diary of Andrew Keatley, thirtieth July, nineteen twenty-five. It is so strange being back in my childhood home. So many memories of Sarah and me growing up. Maybe if this transaction is successful, I can set up a life here in Boston. 5th August, 1925. My attempts to contact Ezekiel Crater have been unsuccessful. Talking with his gang has been more difficult than I expected. They are very tight-lipped about his movements. Strange, I had heard he was quite the libertine and loved a good celebration. 15th August, 1925. I have met an enchanting woman, Josephine. She is an artist and was known to frequent Crater's parties. I have a lunch date with her tomorrow and will attempt to charm my way into an introduction to Crater. 16th August, 1925. Frustration upon frustration. Josephine has met me for lunch, but she brought a friend, Andrea, with her. I guess she was just being cautious, but it certainly hampered my attempts to discuss Crater with her. 25th August, 1925. Damnable luck. I had lunch with Josephine today. To smooth the wheels, I purchased three paintings from her. They are quite large, but she did discuss Crater with me. Apparently, he has passed away a few months ago. No wonder I couldn't find him. I wonder who has taken over his organization. 30th August, 1925. I haven't been able to sleep well lately. The paintings seem to be giving me bad dreams. I keep thinking they look different from the corner of my eye. Then I see them at night while trying to rest. 15th September, 1925. Josephine wants to meet. She seems quite upset. A falling out with a friend, Andrea, she said. Never been so betrayed, she tells me. The Sylvan night has ended. What could she mean? I plan to meet her later. All right. My jilted lover hypothesis is panning out here. Um, okay. So I noticed in the room as well, the clothing is still there. Yeah, I'm... Mm -hmm wheels are turning here so i'm definitely gonna bring this to, to everyone unless i find anything else in the no. room no. okay okay all right then uh mike in the uh office um kind of looking around you do find two ledgers so mm -hmm. uh by a quick glance one looks like a personal ledger and the other one looks like it's the uh ledger for the uh for his what he was running for the gang this is uh it's a good thing that the uh coppers ain't wandered in here yet for a missing person because there's probably some 
data points in here that Hammer would not welcome being popular information. Uh, and does his personal ledger indicate that he's been skimming or anything? Give me or an account. Give me an accounting role. Outlays. <laughs> I have more than base accounting. Oh, but, nice. <laughs> but I rolled a 98, so I probably yeah, spilled I... a pot of ink on the <laughs> ledger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll share this. We'll put our heads together. But I'll, I'll put those in uh, a satchel or something. We can't leave those around. Okay. That's what's at the desk. There's nothing on the blotter. Yeah. He didn't leave a suicide note or anything. No, he didn't. Mm -mm. Uh, and now that we are occupying the joint, I think, by general understanding, and we turn the lights on, say the lights in the office, everything functions in here? Yes. Desk lamp. Uh, is there a? Is the desk? Does it look like a lady's desk, or did he set something up because he was here for a while? Uh, yeah, it's probably uh, a lady's desk. Yeah, she, this is where yeah. she wrote her letters and whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, nothing on the blotter. I'm not gonna. He didn't leave a fountain pen or, or nothing. Uh, uh, so got a couple ledgers, and there's is there also bookshelves in here? There are not. Uh, all right. And this is the this is the room on the ground floor that was yes. least papered over, least sheeted over, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, uh, and there's no oh, a trash can in here that maybe has crumpled up letters in it. Nothing of significance. Like, yeah. 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 I guess All I'm right. satisfied. All right. So uh, we'll say about that time, Arlo, you're kind of done going in the kitchen. Sean, you're coming back down the steps. I've yeah. uh, I've yeah. got some uh, pasta puttanesca that I threw together from some scraps and some, some mm -hmm. canned vegetables downstairs. Very nice. You got a gravy to go with that uh, pasta. I'm making a. I'm making a red pot. Red. There was some canned tomatoes. All right. Sounds it, like dinner. It's not going to be the best, but you know. Well, looky what I found upstairs. Looks like our boy uh, was trying to trying to get lucky uh, with a gal named Josephine. Josephine. Uh, seems, yeah. Seems My like grandmother's uh, name was Josephine. Yeah. That's a real pretty name. She doesn't, she sounds like a real pretty, pretty gal, too. He seemed quite uh, infatuated with her. So you're thinking Jilted Lover? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, she seems like she's quite the character, an artist type. You know, you know, those those types of artist. gals. Yeah. You said some paintings, huh? Where I wonder if any of these are the paintings he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. Let's take a look at some of the artwork. Okay, all right. Uh, as you guys are headed to the uh, library, where I believe uh, Pat had mentioned that the uh, there was some paintings in there covered up. About that time, Fern and Pat come back, and so we can get the party all back together, all back together. So, okay. Hey boys, guess what? 
What you got, Pat? Well, we went down to the corner store over there, and it turns out that Andy was going steady with some gal. Yeah, Ah. Josephine, we know all about that. Your what? (laughs) (laughs) Her name is Josephine. uh, Abo is quite quite infatuated with uh, Little Miss Artist type over here. Uh, Hey, did you uh, see any paintings around this joint here, Patrick, when you were looking around earlier? You said there's some some wacky, wacky paintings here. There were some covered up. I didn't really look at them though. Yeah, these uh, this this Josephine's uh, making some freaky deaky stuff. It sounds like. So she was. Uh, so she painted them then. I guess yeah. It sounds like she was she was some type of some type of artist, and uh, she also was involved with the Crater Gang as well. So we got our connection there. Maybe he pissed them off too. Well, that's what he was trying to do. Uh, yeah. And the, and Crate is dead, you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe uh, whoever's taken over from Crate didn't welcome the interference or the attention. Because I mean, it doesn't, he... doesn't seem like our boy got back home one night. Yeah. He'll make he love the with the bot. Could, he and the girl both could be at the bottom of the Charles. Mm-hmm. You reckon they could have run off together? Didn't take his clothes with him. Possibly, but it seemed like she was kind of stringing him along. I don't know. That's, the, that's what I got. He seemed like kind of like a poor sap. He was trying to string her along, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to string her along, but I think he got pulled along for the ride. Let's take a look at these pictures. Yeah. Right. So when you come into the library, there's a... One wall's got a bookshelf on it, but there's a uh, painting kind of hanging all over in the bookshelf. And then on the wall opposite the bookshelf, there's two other paintings, and they're all uh, covered with, uh, you know, a sheet. Okay. All right. So uh, the first one that you uh, that you remove the, uh, the sheet from, it looks like this. It is uh, labeled The Watching, and uh, everyone give me a power roll. That's kind of a weird painting. Yeah. Modern stuff. I passed. I got a hard. Nice. Failed. Okay. Pass. Pass. Mansion. <laughs> All right. So, so Fern was the only one that failed? Mm-hmm. So uh, everyone else, you kind of look at it. You notice it's kind of a weird painting. But Fern, as you're you're looking at it, it's almost like the building starts fading away, and the uh, red in the windows they become uh, brighter and brighter, and they almost merge to where it looks like uh, an eye just staring at, at you. And you can give me a sanity roll. Okay. Modern art stuff. I don't know. Oh my god, my like sanity is a fifty, thing. and I got a fifty. All right, you're you're fine then. It's kind of gives you a little chill, and you're able to kind of turn your uh, head away when uh, you look back. It, what happens it, when I look back? Is it back to a house, or is it still? Yep, it's back to a house. You all right over there, friend? Ah, it's art. Uh, the house went away. It was all just red for a second, like a red eye. I mean, it, you've been drinking. It, no, but I need one. 
It's some old one in the cellar. Kind of reminded me of some of the old uh, mansions, you know, in Boston. And it's not quite. It's a big place. It's a big house. Yeah, it's a house. But, you know, these things with like the guy in front is like a slab. That's still what a guy looks like. I don't know. It's modern. (laughs) You know, in the old days, they could make the, you could round that, you know, you'd see these angels, you know, and they'd have these beautiful feathered wings. That's more like art. Look at this. Look, we got the regular art historian over here. You got to go look at Harvard. <laughs> Everyone but Fern can give me a spot hidden. Or... <laughs> you know, Mike must have learned all this stuff from those paintings he's stolen. Hey, hey. <laughs> Borrowed or engaged in transactions uh-huh. with. I'm no, hard seen nothing. Success, okay. All right. So you see down in the bottom right hand corner, you know, the the signature of the artist is uh Jay Garcetti. Mm. I think we can guess this is uh Miss Josephine here. Yeah. Garcetti, she's Italian. Italian. Yeah. Uh what what, what did uh, you figure out what this girl looked like? Pat and Fern? Yeah, she's blonde, a flapper, mm. a gorgeous, gorgeous. The the bodega owner said she looked like Venus. Mm. So what? She got no arms. I've known I've known some <laughs> blonde Italians in my day, but uh, it's interesting nonetheless. Maybe he was going around with a couple different gals. Yeah, I've also known some bottles of bleach. Mm-hmm. No, Mike, I'm pretty sure she had arms. Come on. You know, the Venus, the, whatever. Let's see another one. All right. There once so, was a girl from Venus whose body was shaped like a... Never mind. Yeah. All right. So this one... In mixed company. Mixed company. This one you remove. It is entitled Sylvan Knight. Oh, oh we're talking about mixed Hey-o. company. And uh, yeah, this one, obviously, you know, it's a beautiful woman, but... Uh, you can see in the background. What the hell's that tree? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mike, I think your mom's over there in the background. Hey, uh, that's quite enough out of you, Pat. So love, that doesn't look like the flapper. Nature. The flapper ladies, I mean, she, she didn't have a short haircut, right? And also, I think the flapper's kind of like a, you know. A, like a bod. Yeah. Instead of a, that, I mean, that's a, that's a, that was a juicy bod. Where have I heard that word Sylvan before? Isn't there something about a, like a green fairy or? Silver, uh, silver I'm a product of the like Boston a... public school system, and uh, let's just say I didn't uh, didn't get all the way through it. So, uh... but it's in the diary you got there, right? Yeah, Arlo, I think yeah, it's the like still the nine. Yeah, like the woods or something. Ah, yeah. where sylphs go dancing, mm. right? What'd you call me? No, not you. With the where the forest glade. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's like fairy, the green fairy. That's what I was thinking of. So oh right, and I was thinking, but she didn't pose for that. I wonder if that's your friend Andrea. I don't know. All I can say is she had a pretty big pair of self portraits. <laughs> Is uh is it the same same artist? Is yes, the same? it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe there was a little something going on between Josephine and Andrea. Yeah. But that face in the tree has got to be on purpose, right? I mean, that's not I an hope accident. She didn't, yeah. She didn't accidentally the, paint that face. The, you know, Andy's having nightmares from these paintings. It's like a house that maybe has uh, red lanterns inside or is on fire. Hey, or his girlfriend's not a great painter. Could it be a house ill repute? Yeah, red, red light. light. Pretty fancy house ill repute, though. With a lot of windows. Anyway, we got another? Yep. Let's check out this last painting. All right. This last one is called The Dweller in the Void. Oh, this is Mary and Joseph. Yeah. This is a very modern Josephine. Right. Reminds me a lot of spiders. I don't like spiders. Blackie broad. Kind of a rainbow. You see, there's you that see little, there's a little guy there on the left. Yeah. 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 A little dude. Also, kind of could be a cicada, though. What the hell's a cicada? Mm. You know, it's a bug that has that stands up and eats other bugs. Something. There's kind of a face over in the right on the purple. I, I don't like looking it? at that. All right, everyone give me a power roll. Yeah, that one bothers me. I no wonder this guy was bothered. I got a 91, so. I failed as well. Okay. Oh, my God, I did too. I got an 08. These things, do, I just saw the rainbow palette. <laughs> and I'm thinking, okay. this Josephine must have been very hot if he's buying these paintings from her. All right. <laughs> And Pat, how'd you do? <laughs> I succeeded. All right. So the three that failed, as you're kind of looking at it, as Arlo implied, he doesn't like looking at it. You start seeing that the thing hanging there, it starts looking more like it's mummified and uh, webbing. But then the webbing starts looking like faces, and you swear that your face is one of those faces <gasps> in it. And you can give me a sanity roll for that. <laughs> oh, 92. I failed. Uh, 1d3. I pass. One. One. Oh, my God. I failed. Okay. All right. So 1d3 there, uh, Fern. Uh, I got a two. Okay, so uh, Sean, you kind of get the shivers, you know, like people would say, oh, it felt like someone walked over my grave. Uh, Arlo and Fern, you both kind of like audibly kind of gasp. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that at all. <sighs> this is why it's I never worse. go to museums. All right, that's enough out of this painting. I'm coming back up. Okay. <laughs> Going back to bed. I'll tell you one thing. I don't know who uh, inherits from Andy if he's actually got hit by a streetcar. But we're not going to get any money for these paintings. Yeah. Let's go back and look at the one with the tits. <laughs> yeah, that one might, might sell. Yeah, if we cut out the part with the creepy face. You know, you could also get yourself in trouble with the authorities trying to sell pornographic art like that. It's fine art. It's fine art. Can't touch in itself for nothing. Uh, it's true. There's no guy parts in it. All right, so that's Josephine. So we got to look up a Gazzetti. Yeah. 
Uh, and then we'll have to Just figure said it, out yeah. uh, if he's going to the hospital. What else we got? Yeah. Oh, uh, so this was on me. Arlo, you, you said you went through the trash out, out back. Yeah. You you did find a uh, discarded note. Ah. Oh. So, okay. Oh, uh, I well, forgot I found this discarded note. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> My darling Andrew, please meet me at the Sailors Club tonight at 11. Do not fail. I really must speak to you. An important time for both of us draws near. Love, JG. So, Sailors Club... Yeah, we got a location now. Why is she talking like that? That's really bizarre way of talking. She sounds kind of weirded out. Maybe she's also a poet. <laughs> I mean, a lady painter who's a flapper. Of course, she's a poet. She ain't no. Yeah, she probably person. smokes a lot of dope too. Probably smokes dope. Uh, yeah, she probably got a reefer cigarette. She probably got a history. Uh, maybe, yeah. Anyway, chasing the horse too. Now, yeah. old Abigail probably born. Let's see. If Andy was born in 1895, Abigail doesn't have a phone. Maybe she's born around the Civil War. Uh, so she ain't got a phone book. Let's uh, go into the city. Oh, let, well, I guess we'll eat your Putinesca if it's edible. And, it's okay. Uh, I should have told you to... You, you check the age on those cans. I dropped the saltines, tinned fish, tomato soup, and peanuts on the table for you. Add, add the fish yeah. in if we want it. Beast. I go down and get the bottle of wine and open it and just take a swig from the bottle. So if we're <laughs> going to stay, if we're going to go to the, the city, are we going to stay here? It's free. <laughs> Abigail ain't gonna, ain't gonna uh, complain about it. Andy I can ain't gonna sleep on the couch. Either. Yeah, three you beds. Coil the bed. Yeah. You can yeah. sleep in the old lady's yeah. bed. That's creepy. Yeah. That doesn't bother me. It's not as scary as some paintings. It's, it's far away from the <laughs> library, so I'm fine. <laughs> so yeah, let's go into town. We can call, we can uh, get on the phone to Hammer, tell him where things are looking, find All the, the uh, dead, yeah. address of the Sailors Club, see if there's Gazettes in the phone book, make ourselves some notes, yeah? Yeah, we've we got to know... be too careful, too, because we're walking into somebody else's territory. Well, do we know anything about the Sailors Club? No. Not in our place. Probably a crater, a crater locale. So wanna wanna be be mindful of that. I wonder about that because it's interesting. Andy was looking at Josephine to be a connection. To, well, I guess Crater had these big parties, and mm -hmm. that's why there are these modern girls who have these painting, Sylvan night kind of lifestyle stuff going on. Because I can't imagine a businessman like Crater caring about painting of a spiderweb dude, you know, in rainbow hues. As far as I can tell, usually made men 
They're like paintings of substantial houses, beautiful things. Paintings of themselves. Paintings of themselves, but also, you know, marble and angels and that kind of, not this modern garbage. I don't know yeah. nothing about art. Yeah. I know, what I, I know like. what I don't like. I know what I don't exactly. like. I don't like that spider thing. I can't yeah. even say I like the tits that much. It was a little bit eh. kind of grossly big. Uh, but the house, the house reminded me though, because there's some pretty, you know, fancy schmancy people that own fairly large mansions like that like in the middle of town, like Beacon Hill and places like that. Ain't all that stuff close together? That was all, it was like on a seaside by itself, like on some cliff. Yeah, maybe. But again, the, the, there was a guy standing in front who didn't have any features. So it's, what's the word? Abstract. <laughs> um, Keith, what is what day is it today? Uh, as in day of the week, it's a Thursday. A Thursday, okay. Well, it's getting late, but we could go by the Sailors Club. There's probably not going to be too many people there. I don't know if we want to wait until like a Friday to go. Well, she said only... to meet at 11. Yeah. It's, you know, yeah. it might not even be open yet. Not be yeah. late. Probably only 8 o'clock or so here. Yeah. Now. We've been here right. a couple of hours. Should we check it out tonight? Scope it out tonight? Uh, uh, wait until the weekend. No, we've got to look at all these places. We've got to get on the horn. We've got to go into in the, in the town proper. Call Hammer. And, uh, yeah, get some addresses. I don't know Did how many. It's kind of an Italian town, so there's probably a lot of gazettes. Did you, did you bring your good suit? Presentable. Yeah. Cool. It's probably a bit swanky. Uh, I don't know. This Bohemian artist girl. We might need to get turtlenecks or, I don't know, some berets or something. <laughs> there you go. Spring's ready. <laughs> awesome. All right. Um, so the meal, uh, Arlo, are, are you a decent cook? Yeah, I'm a fairly decent cook. With yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not great. Yeah. There's but, not a lot of sauce. But the wine is, uh, it is a good good vintage wine. So, so but yeah. And the uh, the meal, meal goes fine. Uh, by the time you finish and uh, all that you were doing, it's probably going to 9, 9, 10 o'clock at night. Well, I bet you that Sailor's Club is probably open by now. Well, and even if it's not yet, there's probably lots of things to do in Boston that we can waste time until the, they do open. It could be a speakeasy hidden away from everything, so we got to be, we got to ask around. Yeah. Does anybody have uh, some uh, idea about what Crater's territory was like? You could give me uh, a no roll on education. 
Hey, I actually made my regular. He uh he controlled the uh the the wharfs. Hmm. Sailors Club wharfs. Might not be a nice place like like we first thought. Might be the dive. Yeah, you know. What are you nervous? Sandman doesn't want to go to the beach. No, I'm not saying. I'm just thinking how I should dress. You know, I don't think we want to be ostentatious. Because again, a painter, this, this, you know. Let's see if we can find where it is, and then we'll. Yeah. So see we what go. Kind of we, a place it is. If Patrick will drive us into town, we'll see if it's in the phone book. First step, we'll count the Gazzetti. Second step, I can make a little map. All right, let's go for a ride. All right. So you go into town and uh, you find a phone book and uh, the Sailors Club is not listed in the phone book. Yeah. As expected, there are quite a few Garcettis uh listed though uh and i assume as a unmarried young lady there's no a garcetti because that would be asking for trouble yeah and she's probably living with other dolls and so it could, could be an any name one of their dad's names maybe um I'd, I'd like to call up Hammer and see if he's aware of the Sailor's Club or if there's any clubs that are in our mob scene that maybe we could check them out and then maybe they might know where the Sailor's Club is. So I'm going to kind of make that make that phone call. Okay. Uh, yeah, so when it, it rings a, a little bit and then Hammer, uh, he answers the phone and he's like going... Uh, it's late. What's up? So just uh, some updates here, boss. Uh, I think we got a few leads. Um, well, Andrew uh, dallied off to. Um, do you know anything about a sailors club here? Sailors club? No. Sounds like a speakeasy name. Yeah, it's not in the book. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know anyone here? Like any any that we might be able to try out that are friendly to us and they might know? Because uh, I can call the uh, uh, Jimmy that works up in the Sycamore Club and see he's he's from there. See if he knows of uh, any any place out there at all. How can I how can I reach you? Or, or let's set a time for you to call back, say, a, a couple hours from now. Let's see I'll call. I'll All call right. Jimmy up. Get the info. You can call me back. All right, sounds good. Sean, tell him uh, crater. Oh uh, yeah, did you? Uh, did you happen to crater's crater's kaputs? He's no longer around here. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well. I'll let Mr. Clover know. He'll be interested. We might be able to turn that to our advantage. Hmm. Might be in some disarray. Hmm. 
I knew I sent sent the right people up there. Yeah, we're taking care of business here. Good. All right. Yeah, I'll talk to you in a couple of hours. All right. Are there any um, like longshoremen, dock workers in the area offloading something? Um. Yes. We could always ask the, those guys if anyone's going to know about a sailors' club. Could be them. Yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, we could go to the Sycamore Club and ask Jimmy ourselves. It seems like we're... Oh, that's in Arkham. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Long ride. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to mosey on over to those guys on the docks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. See in there, it looks like they're probably, you know, finishing up their, uh, up their shift and all, getting, getting things kind of Closed down for the the evening. She come over. They they kind of kind of look up at you, and they're like going, "You looking hey. for work there, sir?" No, no. How you doing, kid? Uh, good, good, good. Say, um, would you be able to point me in the direction uh, if a guy was looking for a place called the Sailors Club? You cop? Hell no. Hmm. Uh, give me either like a, uh, a charm or a persuade or fast talk. All right. I, uh, I used charm. Okay. Maybe I give him a wink and do a guy a favor. Hey, oh, you're looking for, uh, looking for some, uh, some broads. Huh? That's what they got. They got, got there. Some beautiful girls dancing. We're just down here from the North shore. Looking for oh. a good time tonight. Oh, I understand. He's like going, he's like, yeah, it's going to be about six blocks that way. You'll see this uh, place called, it's called the laundromat, the sailor's laundromat. You go in there, you knock, and you tell tell them that you need your your suit double pressed. All righty. Well, I appreciate that. Um, Give him a dollar. Oh, mega. No, thank you, sir. Oh. Goes, yeah, have a good time. Maybe I'll see you there. Maybe if you get lucky. I don't see. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Well, folks, let's go. All right. Yeah. Let me, let me call Pam and let him know. We don't need to we don't need that info. I'm just going to let okay. him know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He goes, Oh, good. I, I hadn't even finished, uh, finished my, my dinner. So I hadn't called. <laughs> yeah. No worries. And enjoy your dinner. Have a good night. We'll, uh, we'll give you a follow up, uh, tomorrow. That's right. All right. Well, hopefully, hopefully you'll get this all wrapped up by tomorrow and you guys can be headed on back. Yep, sounds good. All right. Sean, how's he doing? Yeah, he sounds okay. Sounds like he's uh he's just trying to trying to finish his dinner and go to bed. You know the missus keeps him up all night, huh? <laughs> the old ball and chain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he loves that old broad though. I don't know what oh. <laughs> Hey, she's a good woman. Yeah, don't tell him I said that. 
So, uh, Pat, it seems like this is uh, more or less a speakeasy slash brothel. That's what it sounds like to me. So maybe the two girls there are, you know, roomies at the brothel. But you boys remember, we're here to work. No, the, the point is that I'm not sure that Fern isn't going to look out of place as she is an unlikely client in general. Well, that's why we got guys like Sean and Arlo here. Keep folks in line. Well, I'm also wondering if we, you know, we don't maybe want to all show up there at the same time and say, here we are as members of a community from upriver. But fine, and one of somebody else chooses another avenue of approach. So in case we get made, we don't uh, tip our hand. It all so who do you reckon ought to go? Yeah, well, I can go. I can go call the hospitals since that's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah, at this time of night, though, are we going to get any information? I should answer the phone. Yeah. Yeah, there should be a night nurse or something. Yeah. Boston, Boston General. There's probably what two or three. I'm sure I. We should have looked it up when we had the phone book. I mean, you know, there's other gas stations. There's other. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering also about like a you know the newspaper morgue or someplace that like Pat could talk himself into and say, "Let me see your obituaries and missing persons." And I just yeah. don't think we want to walk in there as a big gang and say, "Hey, we're here down from Arkham. Yeah, show me your painting, ladies." <laughs> uh, why don't I go in first and I'll just mosey on up to the bar spend some time there and I'll be there just in case something goes wrong right and then you know you guys trickle in bits and, and you got eyes time. sure right. I feel better with that idea Arlo I gotta maintain this handsome face I'll, I'll tell him I'm a businessman, just, you know, traveling. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe, uh, Fern, you and I can go in person, hospital to hospital, okay. and say, your brother, Andy, you're, because you're, his, his sister's name is Sarah, right? right. We got that. Mm -hmm. So you're Sarah, and I'm your husband or whatever. And you come down because your mom died, your brother Andy came, and he's gone missing. And then we find out whether he turned up as a floater somewhere. Yeah, that's a great idea. We'll just take the car. We'll go yeah. hit the or couple of Or we can take cabs. Or whatever. cabs, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll leave Patrick's car here in case they got to skedaddle in a hurry. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a good plan. All right. All right. Okay. And uh, Sean and Pat, were were you going to go with Arlo, but let him go in first? Yeah, kind of stagger. Sean will kind of skulk around. All right. Skulk out the 
Patrick's yeah. not a skulker. People are probably going <laughs> to notice when he walks in. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll cut to uh, you guys uh, kind of arriving at the sailor's laund- laundromat. Uh, unlike, you know, other businesses, the lights are still on at this one. And there is a, uh, a gentleman kind of uh, standing there by the door, smoking cigarettes, wearing a fedora and a suit. Hey, pal. Hey. Got a couple of suits here. Need them double pressed. All right. He's like going to uh, enjoy your night. Thank you. So you go into the laundromat and uh, you can easily see where people have been walking back into the into the back. There's like you know, footprints and uh, as you come back, you get to a back door. Well, it doesn't go out, but uh, it, it slides open and you see uh, a guy. He's kind of got like Peter Laurie eyes, you know, kind of those bug eyes that, that he had. And he goes, uh, how many? Three. Three? He's like going, any weapons to check? Not that I know of. All right. Okay. Opens the door, and behind him, you see this giant of a man. Probably about 400 pounds, no fat on him at all. And it looks like his face, he's had his nose broken many, many times. And he kind of looks down and he goes, uh, he's like, last chance, any weapons to check? Arlo, that's a big lad. I thought we were going in separately. (laughs) (laughs) I missed the memo. (laughs) I think we're all, we're all in it now. No, I, uh, I mean, this is what we're really used to speakeasies all over the place. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, uh, I see. Yeah. Where do I put him? He goes, uh, he, he, uh, he's got like these, uh, lockers there and he, uh, opens one up and he tosses you the key. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Load it all up. The only uh, one I think I'm going to keep because I wouldn't consider it a weapon is my brass knuckles. Yeah. Okay. Yep. He smiles and he's like going, uh, enjoy yourself. He kind of looks at the other two. Say, uh, big guy, where do I put these guns? <laughs> he's like going, uh, maybe later on we can, uh, we can, uh, arm wrestle. I don't think I'll take you up on that one. He's like, have a, have a, enjoy, enjoy the night. And he probably looks at Sean. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll take a locker. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to put away my revolver and my Bowie knife, but I'm going to keep my garage. Okay. All right. Easy enough to hide. All right. Then you go through the door. Uh, as you open up the door, the jazz music is uh, very loud. There's just, uh, you know, probably about the first 
third from the ceiling down is just smoke from uh, everyone uh, in there smoking away. You've got the uh, bar. You see the bartender there. He's pouring out drinks. They're going into, you know, uh, looks like any mug that he can find. Sometimes he wipes it out with his rag that looks a little dirty. Sometimes he doesn't. And then there you, as you look around, there's about six tables most of them have people there. One of them is empty, but there are some purses on it. And you see uh, about three or four flappers up dancing to the uh, jazz music. You know, got their their beads on their dress, all uh, making making noise. It, it looks like a really hopping speakeasy. Boy, this ain't no Grafton Street in Dublin. So I'm going to go take up a position at the bar. Okay. Yep. Uh, when you do, the uh, bartender comes up. He's like going, uh, what are you having? Uh, I'll uh, uh, I'll give him the, the, the universal sign for whiskey, two fingers. All right, no problem. Pulls it, pours it out, passes it, and, you know, charges you, you know, a couple cents for it. And, uh... And I'm going to milk the drink for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sean and Patrick. Pine of Guinness, if you would. Because uh, I'll get you uh, the best best stout, stout we got. <laughs> yeah. That'll do. I'll, uh, I'll do the same whiskey. Okay. All right. right. So pours in for you. So as you are, I uh, assume you're kind of looking around the speakeasy, see who's all. So uh, at one table, you see a uh, a guy. He's uh, got a fedora on. Uh, looks like a trench coat that he's probably had for several several years, and you notice that he looks like he hasn't shaved in several days, and he's got uh, the start of a gin blossom on his on his nose. It's like a pretty uh, heavy drinker. There's another table where there's uh, two, two gentlemen. They're wearing the pinstripe suits. They're drinking a, uh, looks like a, a wine, and they look like they're just kind of looking around, uh, checking things out. Other ones, there's a a couple the uh, talking, having a good time. There's an empty table, and then there's the table with the uh, purses that all the uh, that you assume that are the flappers. And then, of course, the band. Uh, it is uh, there's uh, five people in the band. They're uh, they got the uh, trumpet player. He's go he's going going down it's very very capable but you do notice that uh they have a mic a mic but you know they don't have anyone singing all right we'll have to get friend to come back here <laughs> there anyone in here that looks irish uh there is not no redheads darn it well uh, I guess I'm just going to chat up the bartender and um, try to get like a good rapport going with him. And then uh, mm -hmm. if I can do that, I'd like to then start asking him questions about, hey, you seen this blonde gal named Josephine in here ever? Okay. All right. Uh, 
And Sean, what are you going to be doing? I'm just going to take a seat at the empty table and watch, uh, make like I'm watching the flappers, but I'm really just kind of scoping out the room. Okay. Let me look at your stats here. Oh, you're not an attractive man. Okay. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, just standard creeper. At the, yeah. But is he, yeah. is he well dressed? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I doubt it. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, my friend over there. He, uh, he likes to gawk. Yeah. <laughs> and then Arlo? I'm pretending like I'm here all on my own. Okay. And I'm just here if something starts to go wrong. I'm not a good talker. Or a... All right. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So before we get to all that, Mike and Fern, you guys are uh, cruising around to the hospitals, asking around. Uh, what are you asking? Kind of the thing. Hey, you're uh, Sarah and. Yeah. Sarah and Mike, uh, uh, Fern, and I always keep a couple of gold rings around for such an occasion. Oh, perfect. Uh, yeah. Uh, we, we don't have a good age for Sarah, but they're not going to know and they're not going to ask anything if you're bereaved. We just came into town. We got, I, we got, a, we took a list of hospitals from the directory, right? We're just going to mm -hmm. taxi it to the nearest one and do a chain. Okay. Your, your dear brother Andrew's been missing since you haven't heard from him from September something. Right. Okay. Um, as you're going around, give some both of you give me a combined luck and spot hidden. So you have to succeed at both of them in one roll. Oh. Oh, I'm All good. Right. I can make that a hard, not too expensively. Nah, you don't need need that. Okay. Oh my gosh. Doesn't sound good, fine. Okay, I rolled an eighty-four and a three. Uh you just roll one once for a combined okay. roll. So. Eighty-four. All right. So yeah, you're you're busy talking to the uh the receptionist. Uh We'll say this is about the third hospital you get to each of, and they're like, no, we don't. Mike, as she's sitting there talking, you've starting to kind of got bored of, you know, the same conversation. Hey, I'm sorry. No, we don't have anything. And you look down, you know how like hospital waiting rooms, they'll have newspapers laying around. Mm -hmm. And this, this ca caught your eye because it, because it has the, uh, you see the word Sylvan Knight on in the article. Hitched gun battle ends in multiple deaths. Earlier today, proceedings of a secretive Boston religious group known as the Sylvan Knight were raided by local police, led by Detective Sergeant Patrick Devlin of the Boston Police Department. The heavily armed force of men surrounded a wooded area several miles north of the city, then closed in. Authorities had been unaware of the cult's existence, but were tipped off to their activities by a former member of the group. When police arrived on the scene, members of the cult were apparently in the process of performing a black magic ritual. This shocking rite apparently was to include the brutal sacrifice oh. of a young girl recently abducted from Boston's Chinatown. The kidnap victim was unfortunately killed during the course of the raid. 
according to Officer Devlin, who was himself slightly injured in the battle. 12 cult members were killed, two captured, and one believed escaped. The woman who escaped is thought to have been the leader of the cult and is still at large. The public is warned that she may be armed and should be considered dangerous. City Councilman Bradford Tibbins has assured the press that accusations of police brutality will be dealt with during the inquest scheduled for next week. Police have refused to divulge the identity of the deceased and captured cultists pending further investigation. Okay. So I go back Uh, over after talking to the receptionist. What? What is that article? You know, it's a it's a connection between Andy and uh, Josephine. Oh. And uh, could we do we have a correct date on that, Keith? Uh, yes, the correct date on that would have been fifteen September. Uh, would the article would have been in the sixteen September newspaper? Oh. Right. So right after. And that's where Andy bought it, I'm betting. And I'm you think wondering. He was killed there? Uh, you know, here he is involved with this Sylvan Knight lady who makes these spooky paintings. And then she's attached to this Andrea lady that we don't know anything about, except there's a the chief of this cult is a lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, hurry, you got to come meet me at this speakeasy the night before. And then there's this incident we need to get in with this devlin guy somehow if we yeah figure out what happened patrick devlin yep oh dang we'll send our patrick to their patrick and we'll make it you know they'll do a deal a meeting of the patricks yeah but uh, this suggests that we can uh give up on hospitals Maybe go and get pick up some Chinese food because that pasta didn't sit good. Go back to Abigail's house and see if we can make it a little less uh, dire a place to spend the night in. I'm keeping the pictures covered. Yeah, I'm not uncovering those. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Chinese food, but you do. It does say the kid was kidnapped from Chinatown. Yeah, I don't know if we want to ask about that. And I'm, no. it's suspicious. I mean, both the, the police brutality, which honestly, a Boston paper that even reports on police brutality. I, Unusual. But, uh, yeah. And then the, the, the chief cop got himself hurt and the and the, the victim from Chinatown got Sounds like a real messy operation all around, if you ask me. Uh, well, anyway, I got a, a quart of gin that we I brought down from oh, the city. We can get God. some egg foo young or something. Yes. And, uh, and wait for the boys to get back and ask them how the syphilis was. <laughs> I can cl- uh, clap that. <laughs> I don't feel oh. so good. All right. All right. So back at the Sailors Club, uh, John, you're you're just in there watching it. Uh, the flappers are, are quite attractive. And uh, Pat, so you're uh, going to talk to the bartender? 
I assume. <laughs> yeah, I'm chatting. Okay. All right. All right. So, hey, uh, how's it going there? Uh, you need a I need a refill. Still working on this one. Oh well, that that's some of my uh, that's one of my favorites. We uh, we get that get that in about every uh, quarter. Yeah, well, it's doing well by me. A drunk's a drunk. <laughs> yeah, but you know, if you're if you're gonna be drinking and paying for it, you know, life's too short to drink cheap beer. Might as well have the best. Right. Yeah. Say, this thing has a pretty good head on it. You know how to pour stout. Thank you. Well, uh, yeah. So, how's the night been going? Uh, it's uh it's a Thursday night. It's not the best, you know. Uh, tomorrow will be uh, tomorrow and Saturday will really be jumping. You know, we're hoping to be able to to get get a singer for the band that gets the the girls going a lot a lot better. But you know, Friday they're they're you know they 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 do all right. But yeah, it's a little slow slow night on Thursdays, but that's to be expected. Say, as a man in the business myself, does uh, clientele around here tip very well? Uh, as the night goes on, the tips get better. You know, everyone knows that you know it's best not to uh, to rip off rip off crater. I wouldn't. It's a wise choice. So, uh, who mostly comes in here? The working man, or is this kind of like I'm? I'm having a hard time getting a read on the clientele in here. Oh, we're going to get a lot of we get a lot of longshore shoremen, and we try and we get get some of the uh, get get a lot of the ladies, you know. But yeah, it's mostly a blue collar bar. Well, I'm enjoying my time here. Um, nice digs, but I got a level with you. I am in here looking for somebody. So a friend oh. of mine hadn't heard from him in a few weeks. So we come down from the North Shore, look for him. Figured maybe he fell ill. And uh, turns out he hasn't been in his place for a couple of weeks now. And then mm. we uh, find out from some folks down the corner store that he was kind of going steady with some gal. And uh, I think she spent some time around here. You ever seen like a blonde gal, uh I guess a pretty generous physique named Josephine. Josephine. She a friend of yours? Never met her. Mm -hmm. You're looking for her though, huh? Well, I'm looking for Andy, but I think he knows Josephine. So Andy. Hmm. Don't know an Andy. I know Joseph know Josephine. I know Josephine. I uh Back when she would come to uh, Crater's uh, parties, she was uh, she would catch your eye. Kind of raise some cane. Mm -hmm. She come in here lately? Haven't seen her for a while. I, yo, I I don't blame her. I know that uh, if Crater saw her, she'd be done. Got on the wrong side of him, huh? Yeah, and you don't want to do that. So you don't reckon that she'd come back in here anytime soon, huh? I doubt. Them girls over there, they 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 knew her. They knew knew some of her friends. They used to hang out. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate the tip. 
Here's yours. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. I'm going to hang out for a while and then um, maybe like in between numbers, if any of those gals dancing steps off the stage or anything, I might go buy her a drink and chat her up. Okay. All right. I'm checking out your appearance. 50. So you're, you're average. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, after about uh, 20, 20 minutes, the band leader, he kind of, uh, he goes, we're going to be, uh, be taking a break, but we'll be back on in about 15 minutes. He's like going, you, you guys keep your dancing shoes ready. <laughs> and then he, he steps off, off the stage and of course, you know, the other band members, members do, but then it does get quieter in the bar. Cause you know, you don't got Blair and jazz music. And the girls do go back to their table. All right. Well, I'll uh, saunter on over to one of them. And uh, mm -hmm. hey there, lassies. Uh, what are you drinking? Uh, one of them looks up at you and she's like going, I uh, I like my, my gin with just a little bit of a, a little bit of a tonic. A woman after my own heart. I'll be right back. Oh, thank you. So I'll bring her a drink and um, start making a little bit of small talk. And then uh, if that seems to be going well, then I'll, I'll start asking about Josephine. Okay. All right. Yeah. As you, you're kind of talking, you notice that one of them keeps looking over at the bar, looking at Arlo, you know, uh, like in a, like in an, a concerned fashion. <laughs> no, more in a, the, uh, yeah, he's a decent looking guy, well dressed. Oh, okay. Say so you got eyes for my friend over there? Oh, that that's your that's your friend? He's like, well, I, you know, you don't see a lot of uh you don't see a lot of a lot of guys out there that look like him that are uh all alone. No, and uh, you don't often find a dashing man like yeah. that that could, you know, yeah, lots of times, lots of times, the uh, ones that are all by themselves, and she kind of points over at Sean's table. Kind of, kind of look like him, you know. Seems like they've, uh, you know, got dropped a couple times when they were young. Yikes! Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to talk a little bit more, and I say, "Hey, I'm mm -hmm. here. I'm looking for a friend of mine, good friend of mine, haven't seen in a while." Um, I'm a little worried about him, and uh, I found out that he was dating a gal that used to come in here. Mm -hmm. I guess she kind of got on the wrong side of this crater guy, <laughs> liable to come back in. But barkeep over there told me that uh, you might know her, uh, blonde gal, Josephine. Oh, Josephine! Oh, boy, she was a she's a wild one. So her reputation precedes her. Yeah, let's just say say that her reputations went all over town. Ah, I see. <laughs> I understand. Well, anyways, um, I'm really looking for my friend Andy, and I think she'd be probably my best bet to find him. Mm. Do you know where I might start looking for her? I 
I don't. I haven't seen seen her in a while. I mean, her friend friend An- Andrea, she, you know, she she'd be the best one to to know what happened to Josephine. She wouldn't happen to be here tonight, would she? She goes like, no. She's like, my name my name's Bobby. Bobby. Mm-hmm. Patty. Pleasure to meet you. Oh, nice to meet you. And she points at the other one. This is the one that's been I and Arlo. She goes, this is Millie. Millie. All right. Well, you play your cards, right? You might get to meet that guy over there. Oh, he's like, well, I've uh, I've been known to play my my cards right. I know how to use my hands. I'm sure you do. <laughs> well, I would really appreciate it if you might point me in the direction of uh, Josephine's friend, Andrea. Really appreciate it. Because oh, I, I might be able to to help you out. I'll have to talk to Andrea and see if she she's comfortable with me uh, introducing her just introducing her to someone. You know, my buddy over there would really appreciate it too. Uh, would well, I'd like to hear it from him. Say no more. <laughs> he doesn't bite. Oh. I'm going to walk over to Arlo and, uh, hey, that gal Millie over there, she's got eyes for you, bud. Mm. Huh? Not really That's my it? type, but black redheads, dude. <laughs> well, would it sweeten the deal if I told you that? Um, what do you want me to do? She knows, she knows Andrea and could probably get us to Josephine. Cool. I'll, uh, I'll get up, bring my drink with me. Go get him, killer. Well, you lead the way. <laughs> Don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> hey, ladies. Hey. I brought my hey. pal. Oh. Millie, as uh, she reaches out, and she's like, I'm Millie. Arlo. Oh, wonderful name. Would you mind if we had a seat? She's like going... Sure, sure. The the man will be on in a bit. All right, so I'll sit down mm-hmm. next to Millie. Okay. My boy is wicked polite. You're going to love him. Oh, he, he seems shy. I like that. <laughs> I'm not a man of, uh, of words, but uh, I make up for the words in other ways. Hmm. <laughs> but I we'll see. Someone, so we'll, I find, we'll see. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get another round of drinks for everybody. Okay. All right. Sean, what you going to do? <laughs> Sorry to cry. Tom. Cry. Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Sean is. Uh... It's, he's just he's not drinking he's just like sulking and like trying to like be like stone faced but secretly okay. right. when I'm so sad he wasn't invited over okay. <laughs> while you're uh you're sitting there uh you see the guy that was kind of in the trench coat with the fedora he looks over at the barkeep and the barkeep nods at him he he gets up and he went uh he goes walking over there and the barkeep uh opens up the like your little the little flap so you can walk behind the bar and the guy takes a right and he, he pushes on the wall and a, a little 
secret door opens up and he he goes on on back keeping that keeping that locked away mm -hmm. watching that happen all right so back to arlo and patrick there um yeah it looks like um millie's rather smitten with arlo so i'd like to to take advantage of that and uh hey millie you know if you could uh if you could point us in the direction of either Andrea or Josephine or both, um, we're really just looking for our buddy Andy. And uh, oh. once we're through with that, we're, we'll have quite a bit of time, leisure time, if you know what I mean. Oh, well, I, I, I do, I do. But, you know, like my, like, like Bobby said, and Bobby's the one that you, that's kind of said by you, Pat, he goes, we'll, t we'll talk to Andrea and, uh, you know, we'll, We'll see see if she wants to, to meet meet someone, you know. But uh, you know, let's let's see if you guys are fun. Come on, the the band's getting ready to start. Sorry, you want to want to do the Charleston with this? You don't reckon the band's capable of uh, an Irish jig or a reel, do you? Oh, I'm sure if you uh, tipped in, they they could do do the best. That's tempting. I'm gonna go talk to him real quick. Okay. Right. I'm gonna go ask the band, like, you know, hey, you you know any Irish numbers? And the uh, the sax player, he kind of looks up. He's like, going, we could, uh, we could, uh, we could get pretty close for you. Hey, your best approximation is good enough. All right, it sounds good. So they get back on stage. They uh, start playing. It's not perfect. Because you know they're, but you know they're jazz players, so they're very good at improvising. <laughs> well, as soon as they get ready to start to play, I'll take Millie's hand and stand up and all right, the stage or onto the floor. All right, give me a dance. Really, I didn't think that was serious. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't know how to dance when you're Irish? Oh, I got a twelve. What what? I don't know what my dance score is. <laughs> uh, whatever base arts and crafts is. So five. Five. Yeah. I mean, you're not stepping on her toes, but you know, you're, you got the yeah. kind of the back and forth I mean, motion, maybe not on the beat. <laughs> I'm not a huge dancer, but yeah. I'm Irish. So I've got the Irish yeah. in my blood. <laughs> But she she seems uh, quite in, so she's kind of dancing around you. You every once in a while, you she gets close enough that the beads on her dress, you feel them kind of beating against your pant pant leg, and all. And you know, and I keep checking to see if my wallet is still there. <laughs> yes. It is actually. Yeah. I probably keep my wallet here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, while uh, while everyone's dancing. Um, Sean's gonna start kind of like creeping, like kind of like to the to the wall, like kind of the corner to mm -hmm. where the, the secret entrance is. Um, is are most people like distracted? Would you say by the by the jig and the 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 revelry? Yeah, I mean the bartender is still you know there. He, he you know he's gonna be kind of yeah. Okay. Essentially, you would need an extreme stealth to 
extreme style. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. My stealth is pretty good, but I don't want to risk it because I don't want to deal with the uh, the bouncer guy. Um, <laughs> let's see. Mm, might need to coordinate something. <laughs> the distraction. <laughs> um Mm, he's okay. going to be doing this a lot. So he's going to definitely yeah. be. Mm -hmm. He's serving people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'll let you think on that because we're getting okay. close to our two hours. And we'll uh, we'll cut back to Mike and Fern real quick. So you guys uh, headed back to the house, correct? Yeah. Okay. And. Uh, you're eating, got got some food because you weren't a huge fan of the pasta. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. See, I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's been a little while, mm -hmm. you know, and late night takeout, you got limits, but we're in the city, okay. you know. All right. Okay. So uh, as you're, you're sitting in there, um, you uh, kind of look up. And out the uh, back window, I assume you're hit, sitting, kind of sitting in the kitchen dining room area. Yeah. Out out the back window, because it goes into an alleyway, you see this uh, tall, skinny man kind of standing there. He's got a hat pulled down over his head, but he's definitely looking in the direction of the uh, house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He's probably visible only into one like street lamp in the alley. Yeah. Tall, skinny, dark hat. Uh, can, can, can you make out any facial features at all on this creep? No, it just like reminds me of the wants. picture, the painting. Why is he standing there? Give me a spot hidden there, Fern. I'm using different dice because those other ones are crap. <laughs> How was he like the painting? You mean the guy with no arm and the spider? The guy, the guy standing out in front of the house, just staring at the house. Oh, right. The red window house. Yeah. I'm so probably freaked out, though. Oh, my God. I got a 50 out of spot hidden mm -hmm. out of 55. All right. Um. Maybe like he kind of shifts onto another foot and he kind of looks up and uh, you see this is the what you see. No, no, no. And you can give me a you, you can give me a sanity roll. Oh my god, I got a oh shit, I got a six out of fifty. All right, you're you're fine then. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Shit, Mike, what Mike, what the fuck, Mike, <laughs> what? I, I'm going to fumble in for, I'm going to take my uh, flashlight in one hand and then also put my hand on my 38 and try, open the kitchen door and shine the flashlight on this creep. Okay. You need something, buddy. When you, uh, when you do that, he kind of like uh, turns and starts walking down the alley. Yeah. Uh, do you, did you recognize him? Fern. Fern, give me an idea roll. Okay. With uh, Mike asking that question. Um, idea is that. That is uh intelligence. Intelligence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I passed. Something about him looked a lot like the picture of Andrew. Oh, 
Do you have that picture? Oh my god, we had yeah. it earlier. No, that was no, Andrew. Up with the boys. Yeah. It was. Yeah, and that's where we'll uh, the, it, close it, it out for the night. <laughs> um, Andrew <laughs> with fangs. Excellent. You're um, you you don't. <laughs> Our players included David Gasway, Troy Wheeldryer, Jenny Olson, Dan DePolis, and myself with Keith Craig as the Keeper of Arcane Lore. We have a Discord server where you can chat with other members. You can set up private games. You can learn the finer arts of gameplay and game mastering. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Spotify, Podbean, or iTunes. Support for our show is provided by our patrons who are listed in the closing credits. If you'd like to join them, please visit our Patreon page listed in the description. Or you can use Super Thanks by hitting the button just below the screen. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch the bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answer any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh together with all the members of our gaming club inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck and good gaming.